Today's podcast of In Conversation with God on the Relevant Radio app is brought to you by ScepterPublishers.org. Scepter Publishers brings you the finest in Catholic spiritual reading. For more information, go to ScepterPublishers.org. Today's reading from In Conversation with God is for Friday of the 29th week in Ordinary Time. The topic is The Signs of the Times. Part 1. Realizing that Christ is passing by. Men have always been interested in the changing of the seasons and the climate. Sailors have an understandable concern for weather conditions, for the direction and force of the winds, for cloud formations. They analyze this information so as to forecast conditions in their work environment. In the Gospel for today's Mass, the Lord addresses fishermen and farm workers with this concern in mind. When you see a cloud rising in the west, you say at once, a shower is coming, and so it happens. And when you see the south wind blowing, you say, there will be scorching heat, and it happens. Jesus gives his hearers something to think about. They can read the signs of the weather with very little evidence to go on, but they seem unable to read the abundant signs of the times regarding the Messiah. He asks them, Why do you not know how to interpret the present time? Many of them lacked goodwill and a right intention. Their eyes were closed to the light of the gospel. The signs of the arrival of the kingdom were evident in the word of God, in the miracles worked by the Lord, and in the very person of Christ right before their eyes. Despite all of these signs, many of them predicted by the prophets, they did not draw the appropriate conclusion. God was in their midst, and they did not recognize him. The Lord continues to pass by in our life. He tells us of his presence by a variety of signs, but we often do not recognize him. Christ is present in sickness and tribulation, which, if we accept God's will, can serve to purify us. He exists in the people we work with, in those who need our help, in the members of our family, in the acquaintances of everyday life. Jesus is behind that piece of good news. He is waiting for us to give him due thanks. He is ready to provide us with more blessings. Unfortunately, there are many occasions when we fail to thank him. What a shame that we should slight God because we are inordinately preoccupied with our own affairs. What would our life be like if we really lived the presence of God? Wouldn't we find that much of our ill humor and many of our personal problems would vanish into thin air? In the words of St. Jose Maria Escrivá, If only we could live with more trust in divine providence, strong in faith, in the certainty of God's daily protection, which never fails, how many worries and anxieties we would be spared. Then that fretfulness which, as Jesus said, is typical of pagans, of the heathen world, that is, of people who lack a supernatural outlook on life, would disappear. 
This is the perspective of those who live as if the Master never came among us. Part 2. Faith and Purity of Soul The strength of our faith depends to a great extent on the disposition of our will. The Lord taught the listening crowds, My teaching is not mine, but his who sent me. If any man's will is to do his will, he shall know whether the teaching is from God or whether I am speaking on my own authority. He who speaks on his own authority seeks his own glory, but he who seeks the glory of him who sent him is true, and in him there is no falsehood. When one is unwilling to break off a dangerous relationship, when one works without rectitude of intention for the glory of God, then the conscience can easily be clouded and impervious to the most obvious truths. In the words of Pope Pius XII, But a man may be so blinded by prejudice, so much at the mercy of his passions and his animosity, that he can shake his head and remain unmoved. Not only the evidence of external proofs, which is plain to the view, but even the heavenly inspirations, which God conveys to our minds, can go for nothing. If good will is lacking, if a person is not genuinely oriented towards God, the mind will encounter innumerable obstacles on the road to faith, to obedience, and commitment to the Lord. How many cases have we witnessed of someone's problems with the faith being resolved by means of a good confession? God gives sight to those who are capable of seeing Him. This is because the eyes of their mind are open to Him. Everyone has eyes, but some people keep them screened from the light of the sun. They cannot see the sun at all. But even though the blind cannot see the sun, it continues to shine. So the people who can't see ought to blame their inability to see on their own defective vision. To receive the faith in all its fullness, St. Jose Maria tells us, we must have the humble attitude of a Christian soul. Let us not try to reduce the greatness of God to our own poor ideas and human explanations. If we have this reverence, we will be able to understand and to love. The mystery will be a splendid lesson for us, much more convincing than any human reasoning. Our moral disposition is very important for our friendship with God, especially with regard to humility and cleanness of heart. It may be that the cause of doubts and hesitation in the spiritual life can be traced to an opposition to or a rejection of the divine will. St. Augustine recounts his personal experience before his conversion. For there was a hunger within me from a lack of that inner food, which is yourself, my God. Yet by that hunger I did not hunger, but was without desire for incorruptible food, not because I was already filled with it, but because the more empty I was, the more distaste I had for it. Let us purify our intention by a habitual turning to God in little things. All the glory to God, 
we will thus find ourselves in His presence. Part 3 Meeting Jesus and Introducing Him to Others Today's Gospel ends with these words of the Lord. As you go with your accuser before the magistrate, make an effort to settle with him on the way, lest he drag you to the judge, and the judge hand you over to the officer, and the officer put you in prison. Everyone travels along the road that leads to judgment. Let us resolve to put aside petty complaints and resentments while we still have time. Let us now discover the signs of the times as they appear in our life. Once we reach the end of the road, it will be too late to remedy those faults. Now is the time for us to rectify the situation, to love, to make reparation. The Lord invites us to rediscover the true meaning of time. Perhaps we still have some debts outstanding, debts of gratitude, of pardon, even of justice. Naturally, we must also help others who travel with us on the road to understand the signs of the times, to recognize the footsteps of the Lord. Maybe some people will not follow the Master because they have myopic vision. That was the problem with many of those in Palestine who heard Jesus preach. The one that many are fighting is not the true God, but the false idea of God that they have formed, a God who protects the rich, who only asks and demands, who is envious of our progress in well-being, who constantly observes our sins from above to enjoy the pleasure of punishing them. God is not like that, but is at once good and just. Father also to prodigal sons, not wanting us poor and wretched, but great, free, creators of our own destiny. Our God is so far from being man's rival that he wanted man as a friend, calling him to share in his own divine nature and in his own eternal happiness. And it is not true that he makes excessive demands on us. On the contrary, he is satisfied with little because he knows very well that we do not have much. This God will become more and more known and loved by everyone, including those who reject him today, not because they are wicked, they may be better than either of us, but because they look at him with a mistaken point of view. Do they continue not to believe in him? Then he answers, I believe in you. God is a loving Father. He will not cast off his children. Let us never lose our hope in him. Let us help others to make out the signs of the times. Just as the farmer can predict tomorrow's weather, so should the Christian be able to discern the face of Jesus, the Lord of history, in the major and minor affairs of mankind. With that wonderful knowledge in hand, the Christian can lead others to the truth. In Conversation with God is based on a seven-book series of the same name. It is produced by Relevant Radio in an exclusive partnership with Scepter Publishers. For more information or to order your own copy of the book, log on to scepterpublishers.org. 
Scepter is spelled S-C-E-P-T-E-R. That's scepterpublishers.org. This podcast is protected under U.S. copyright laws and is made possible through the generous support of our listeners. To donate, click the Give button on this app right now or visit RelevantRadio.com. Be sure to join us again tomorrow as we continue the conversation.